0: First, I have to say that I love that he refers to wisdom as a she. <laughs> Women take note. Isn't it behind every great he was, man? He was smart Isn't right it? there. He said that. <laughs> That's like a, wisdom right there. Like, I'm going to pass this and just give the
1: credit and then outweigh everything, just be cool at home.
0: <laughs> behind every great man is an even greater woman. She is his wisdom. Anyway, go on. <laughs> Welcome back to The Abundant Life, I'm Angela Todd, this is my awesome counterpart, Charles Todd. We are bringing you the 21 supernatural ways the Lord supplies, provides, gives, continues to give, pours
1: it out, keeps
0: on giving.
1: (laughs) So just a little bit of a review, we started out by kind of laying the foundation that God is our source. I mean, through all of this, through all these supernatural ways that God is our source and we seek ye first him and all these things are given onto us. Last time we went over the blessings of Abraham, mm-hmm. which were God's promises. Number two is just our relationship with the Father. Right. And we talked about how important it was to seek him, to spend time with him, and to just be able to receive from him everything that he has so that you can then go out and be a blessing. Secret and place. number three is...
0: Provision direct from the throne. From That's the throne.
1: good. Didn't say that you had to go phone, call your mama. I said, no, you go <laughs> to the throne, to okay. the source.
0: Because God is my source. Amen. I love that.
1: So number one of, of provision direct from the throne is seed from the sower. You want to read that first scripture for us and open us up?
0: 2 Corinthians 9, 8 through 10, King James Version. And God is able to make all grace abound toward you that ye always having all sufficiency in all things may abound to every good work. As it is written, he has dispersed abroad, he has given to the poor, his righteousness remain forever. Now he that ministered seed to the sower, both minister bread for your food and multiply your seed sown and increase the fruits of your righteousness
1: kind of breaking this down is that he's the one that provides the seed Right. number one so and you need to look at when you get money when you're getting your paycheck you're taking revenue uh, from your business of your business owner instead of looking at that as okay I got to pay these bills what you need to do with that is number one is the first thing is it's seed you know right. that that is seed and you take that seed and you tithe off of it you give your offerings and you do those things in order to give so that it can then be multiplied. So just like a farmer, if he took all this all this harvest and, and sold it and ate it, he'd have nothing to plant the next year right. for the next time. So he wouldn't even be able to produce anything. So it's the same way. You can't produce that supernatural multiplication that it's talking about here, unless you're sowing seed. And the great thing about this is that it's saying that he you multiplied your seed, seed sowing and also the fruits of your righteousness, I'm talking about the fruit of the spirit. Right. You know, so not only are we just talking about finances, but being able to multiply and increase the fruit of the spirit that's within you. Love, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, self-control, to name Joy. It, mm-hmm. and a few of those. So it's going to increase those fruits of your righteousness as well, too,
0: right. through
1: being able to do that. And that's a lot of time, too, is you sowing the word, right. you know, into somebody else's life. And we talked a little bit about that last time is that. When you get the word in you, get it in your heart, and it produces a harvest that you go out then and share that with somebody else. So the next way from the provision directly from the throne is God's own ability for us.
0: Ooh, that's good.
1: Wanna read Ephesians?
0: Yes, Ephesians 320. Now to him who is able to carry out his purpose and to do superabundantly more than all that we dare, ask, or think, infinitely beyond our greatest prayers, hopes, or dreams, according to his power that is at work within us. So good.
1: And I want you to catch that, his power that is work within us. Right. So it's that power that's within us. And I love the amplified version of this because it says more than our highest desires, thoughts, hopes, or dreams. And it's like, I don't know about you, but I got some big dreams. I got some big hopes. I got some things that I want to achieve for not only for our family, but for the kingdom of God. And he says, I'm going to give you exceedingly above all that. Right and you know that's that's God's heart. Right. You know, for us that's how much he loves us that he wants you to do that and he's but the thing you have to realize he said that the power's in you in order to do it. The power's in you which leads me to think about Deuteronomy 8, 8, 18 which says that he gives you the power to get wealth. Right. So it doesn't say that he gives you wealth. It doesn't say that an angel's going to drop a bag of money off your door. It doesn't say that you're going to get a check in the mailbox signed by Jesus Christ. No, he says he gives you the ability to produce wealth, that means you've got to do something that's something that's been deposited on the inside of you once right. you're born again and you've got to take that and you've got to go out and do something with it and that reminds me of another scripture romans 8 and 11 which says the same spirit that rose jesus christ from the dead is in you right. think about that the same spirit that rose it's inside of you that rose him from the dead and think about raising somebody from the dead i mean even you know, in the natural world, when people do that, they're not doing it through their own power, it's through the Spirit of God working through them mm-hmm. in order to do that, or laying hands on the sick, it's the same thing. It's right. not the person laying the hands, it's the power that God is working in and through them that's deposited on the inside of them and then is then projected onto those people so that they can raise from the dead, they can be healed instantaneously, whatever it may be. And it's that same thing, it's like, this is a supernatural way of us being able to produce that wealth because the power that's in us. Right. But you have to understand, you got power in you. Yes. Let me say that again. Say this after me. I have power within me.
0: I have power within me.
1: I have the same spirit that rose Jesus Christ from the dead. I
0: have the same spirit that rose Jesus Christ from the dead.
1: And that should be a, a Amen. something that not only you get a revelation of, but part of your confession. You know, right. you, should, you should be confessing that every day because the Bible tells some Proverbs that death and life are in the power of the tongue. Yes. So that power is released also from your tongue. Right. Speak good stuff. Speak the word of God. Confess the word of God. Because when you confess, it's going to stir you up. It does something, even confessing. Because guess what? When you confess it, what happens?
0: You're hearing it.
1: You hear it. How's faith come?
0: By hearing.
1: By hearing. So you can be your own best faith builder.
0: And you have the power. Speak it. Take control. What's coming out of your mouth? Watch it that same power. You are the hands and feet of Jesus, so act accordingly. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, so act accordingly. Use your mouth, use your power, use your authority.
1: So the next way to get provision directly from the throne is daily provision.
0: Ooh, that's good.
1: Go ahead and read what Psalm 68:19 says.
0: New King James Version. Blessed be the Lord who daily loads us with benefits, even the God of our salvation. Selah.
1: That word "silah" there means to stop, to pause, to think, to meditate. Because right. sometimes you know you need to be reading through the scriptures, and you know, you're trying to get through your prayer time. And you're trying to do your devotional, and you're trying to watch the teaching. You're trying to do this, and you're trying to do all that. Multitasking. You, <laughs> you know, it's Guilty. like sometimes you just need to just stop, right. pause. But the great thing about this said, who daily loads you with benefit? Daily. Right. You think about the Israelites when they're out. Uh, Walking the desert it's like daily. They had provision. They had the manna daily They had the quail and if if they stored it up for more than a day then it went bad Right, you know, and I think that whole lesson in that was to teach them to daily trust God It's not like okay I'm gonna get this all this money in the bank and my business did really good and thank you Lord for all this and I got enough to last me for the next 10 years and I'll check you later (laughs) I'll check you when I run out. Right. <laughs> you know, it's like no, why is it's that? Why daily? is that?
0: Right? It's why daily. do we do that? The best time to praise the Lord is when things are going great, right? Thanking Him, praising Him, it opens up for more.
1: That's a good time when things are going bad too, because <laughs> there's power in your praise. There is so power. So you, you, you can praise. praise your way right out of a bad circumstance. Yes. So just not think that you just are thankful and prayerful and praiseworthy when things are going good. Right in the midst of your battle. I mean, Psalms 23 says, right in the middle of the battle, he prepares the communion table. He prepares the table before you in the presence of your enemy. He anoints your head with oil. Cups. My brimming cup runneth over. over. Right in the middle of that battle, you go take communion. Get the power of that. Remember what Jesus did for you. Right in the middle of that battle and praise him and give him glory that you're going to get your way through that. Matthew 6, says this. It says, give us today our daily bread. doesn't say, give us today our our weekly bread, and we'll see you next Sunday again. (laughs) Or give us this monthly bread, and we'll see you next month. You know, it's daily. It's a daily relationship. He loves you. He wants to have a relationship with you. Think about when in the Garden of Eden, it said that God walked with them.
0: Mm-hmm. in the cool of the day
1: walked with them that's that relationship yeah. and that's what he wants with you daily he wants it just like you and I we talk we tell each other we love each other we kiss each other we do that we do that daily mm-hmm. you know no, we don't stop doing that and that's what God's saying too he's like I want a relationship with you I want I want you with me daily
0: well and it reminds me of and that's yesterday's I love you right so if you don't tell me I love you today or you don't show your love or express your love to me today I could think he doesn't love me anymore. And that's just a natural relationship between people. It could change like that, but God's relationship with you doesn't change. And that's why it's daily. He wants you to come to him daily because you need to be reminded daily.
1: Next way that we can get provision directly from the throne is his riches and glory.
0: Ooh, that's a good now, one. I love
1: Philippians 419, it says, it says, my God shall supply all of your need according to his riches and glory. And so the thing you have to realize about this is that Paul didn't know who he was talking to. I mean, there was Gnostics, there was people who were worshiping idols, they weren't all Christians there. So he wasn't sure what people's beliefs So He said, my God, <laughs> you know, he made it personal. My God will supply you, not Buddha, not whoever else, I don't know, Muhammad, what, I don't know, all those other ones out <laughs> the there. The ones who
0: didn't bleed for you. <laughs>
1: You know, those are not the ones that Paul was talking about. He was referring to the one and only Jesus Christ. Right. He said, my God shall supply you every need. And the thing um, that's interesting about there, that it doesn't say out of his riches and glory. Right. Because when you give out of something, if I have $100, I give you 90, I'm left with 10. That's out of the $100 I have. So I've therefore become depleted. You can't deplete God. He is inexhaustible in his love, inexhaustible in being able to bless you in your finances. Whatever it may be, he's got more than enough. The next one, how God provides direct from the throne is through wisdom. That's good. Makes me think of, I believe it's Proverbs 4 4 and 7. says, wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, in all your getting, get Get understanding." understanding. And what did Solomon ask for when the Lord came to him and said, I'll give you anything. What do you want? What did he ask for? Wisdom. Wisdom. To be able to govern his people. To govern the people. Because he's like, I think he was 19 or something. He's like, what do I do? You know, these people we have to take care of. He's like, God, give me wisdom. I mean, that was wisdom in and of itself right there, just asking for that. And God says, because you didn't ask for riches and glory and all these other things, I'm going to give you that too on top of it. And he then became the richest man in history. (laughs) So when you read uh, Proverbs 3. 13 through 15 for us.
0: Happy is the man that finds wisdom and the man that gets understanding. For the merchandising of it is better than the merchandising of silver, and the gain thereof than fine gold. She is more precious than rubies, and all the things you can desire are not to be compared to her. First, I have to say that I love that he refers to wisdom as a she. <laughs> Women take note. <laughs> Isn't it behind every great he, man? He was smart he's right a, there. That. <laughs> That's like a, wisdom right like, there. i going to pass this and just <laughs> give the
1: credit and then outweigh everything. Just be cool at home.
0: Behind every great man is an even greater woman. She is his wisdom. Anyway, go on.
1: But you know what it says here is that it's better, that wisdom is better than the merchandising of silver and gold. But the thing is, is that when you operate in wisdom, that then those, you're going to have that wisdom then to run your business. You're going to have that wisdom then to be a good employee. You're going to have a, the wisdom to be a good salesman. You're going to know what to do when other people won't know what to do. Right. You know, God's going to direct you. The Bible says that the good steps, the, or the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. Right. And part of that being led is then to be able to be directed by the Holy Spirit, but also to be able to operate in wisdom. The Bible says that we have the mind of Christ and the wisdom of God. Right. You know, and so many times I think we are looking at, Drawing on ourselves or people disqualify themselves from that because they say well I grew up on the wrong side of the tracks I didn't get an education like my brother I didn't have the ability and the you know the networks to be able to do the things in business like my sister did It's like want to make all these excuses that disqualify them in the natural realm and that doesn't matter That does not matter. It doesn't matter what side of the tracks you grew up. It doesn't matter what your education is. It doesn't matter what you got or what you didn't got. What matters is that you believe you've got the wisdom of God on the inside of you, and it will spring forth, and it will take you to a place of victory and abundance every single time when you allow it to work through you.
0: Amen. That was good.
1: Right from the throne.
0: Thank you, Lord, for your wisdom. <laughs> repeat after us: Thank you, Lord. You, I have the wisdom of God and the mind of Christ. Thank you, Lord.
1: I have the, the wisdom of God, God and the, the mind, mind of Christ.
0: Christ. Last time: Thank you, Lord. We have the wisdom of God and the mind of Christ.
1: Thank you, Lord. I have the wisdom of God and the mind of Christ. Amen. Amen. I wanted to take this opportunity to personally thank the people that have been sowing into this ministry. We thank you for your generous gifts of. Of love yes. and also your support that's helping to get this word out and doing all the things that we're doing and, and paying the people that were that are helping us and because it takes a team it takes a crew to do this <laughs> we can't we can't do it on our own so I just wanted to say thank you very much and just to encourage you as well too that you know, continue to tithe, continue to sow offerings, continue to do those things. Whether it's you know, it's in your local church, whether it's through uh, other ministries, maybe it's this ministry, wherever it is that you're getting fed, you should be putting money into that. Wherever you're being blessed, make sure that you're helping those ministries. Make sure you're doing your part. And as Paul said, he said, he stepped up, you know, and was preaching about this. He said, "I don't, I don't say this to get to my account." Yeah. He says, "This is something to get to your account." So he was talking about. It's not for me, so I can have supply to be taken care of. It's for you, because when you give, then God's gonna multiply it back onto you.
0: Which brings me to a testimony. We live this lifestyle. We have lived this lifestyle of seed, time, and harvest, giving wherever we've been blessed, through other ministries, the mentor resources on our website. We have uh, sown into them as led by the Lord. um,
1: Into their ministries, into them individually, and all kinds of people over there. And this isn't us bragging on ourselves. Anytime that you're giving testimony, you're giving glory to God. This is talking about what God has done through us for the kingdom of God, and He gets all the glory for it.
0: And He provides seed to the sower. So if Amen. you are faithful in that, He will continue to provide you seed. So we've had someone sow into us pretty substantially, had a word, had a dream actually, imparted the, the dream and the vision that I had. And of course it was exactly what they needed to hear, exactly what they were going through. They had a big test and were struggling financially. And after they sewed, um, she received, not only did she pass her test, but then got a job that all I could read was, I can't believe how much bank I made this weekend. Um, but it broke open a window of heaven over her where she was able to, not only did she pass her test for this industry, but blessed her in her industry and created more clients for repeat business. So it's not, we're not saying this because we're again, trying to get something like you just said, it's breaking open a window of heaven over your life to get you something. So we are in agreement with that breakthrough for your life when you sow into anointed ministries. Amen. Amen. So, Lord, we just thank you. We thank you for everyone who is watching. We thank you for everyone under the sound of our voice. Lord, I just ask that they would have a revelation of a relationship with you, sitting at your feet and just receiving from you not only a word but a direction and that which you have already spoken for them, Lord, to be manifested in their life. We ask for health, wealth, relationships, and everything that you have provided for them to be made manifest in the full. Satan, take your hands off their money. Angels, go. Cause the money and the inheritance to come. That blessings of Abraham pour out upon you over your life in the windows of heaven. We declare it so. We thank you and we bless you in Jesus' name.
1: Amen. Amen. And remember that Revelation says that we overcome him, that him being Satan, by the blood of the Lamb, and the word of the testimony. The word of a testimony has great power. It's put right next to the blood of the Lamb.
0: Amen, yes. So we just encourage you, keep it coming because it's getting good up in here. So that wraps up our episode 2 of the 21 Supernatural Ways God supplies, provides, scratching the surface. Stay tuned for Our next episode, you want to stick around because it's so good. And as you said before, one word, just be one little word, one little mustard seed can... You
1: just want to say la. Get that word. You just want to say (laughs) la. Till next time, we love you. We're praying for you. Peace.
0: Peace.